Hello everyone and welcome to Alternative. This is episode 11 of the Alternative podcast and we have quite a show today. Uh, but before we get started, obviously I'm here with Aaron, I just wanted to go on a bit about something I've been looking at recently called Slow Living. Have you heard of it? I haven't, no. Oh right, okay. So basically it's a way of living. The way everyone lives at the moment is stress-filled, it's rapid, dopamine, it's sort of what social media gives us, dopamine, fast spinning uh, and scrolling. So in, you, you apply that into your real, real sort of your normal life. <coughs> so everything you do then has to be fast and quick and quickly do that, quickly do this. And I think I've said it to you before where you spend so much time planning what you need to do when you do it you do it so fast that you move on to the next thing you actually don't embrace anything that you ever do so slow living is about not necessarily slowing down everything you do in life but just being a bit more conscious conscious about where you choose to apply speed and where you choose to, to slow things right like back down but obviously i think one of the main areas to slow down is in my work life um, because I think there's just such a most companies always expect things to be done ASAP or oh, send me this ASAP send me that ASAP because I'm sort of self-employed I have the ability to slow things down and say actually I'm not going to reply to that email yet I'm going to reply to it like tomorrow because I'm in the middle of doing something and then just taking the time to just breathe and 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 go for it but the reason i'm looking into slow living is um because i've been sort of as a hobby i'm into photography quite a bit what i noticed when because i went to lincoln on the week over the weekend is we went on these walks around town and because i had my camera on me i was slowing down to take photos of everything and i was actually embracing what was around me but if i didn't have my camera i would probably just have a quick look around everything zoom off to the next part so that's what made me start thinking. So I started looking into it and then I found out it's called slow living and it's about just certain points of your life, just slow down and embrace what you're living in rather than rushing, rushing, rushing. Cause we're in the information age, definitely with the stuff we're looking into with alternative, we're always, what's the next thing? What's happened there? What's happening with the w- war in Russia? What's happening with the next uh, pr- uh, prime minister of England? What's happening with the next president? It's about just slowing down and, not necessarily just not looking into them things, but actually just thinking about things for a bit. Um, and then just to add on as well, it made me think what we're actually doing with book club is a good thing because we're reading one book a month and analyzing that book and taking our time with it. Whereas I know a lot of people are sort of saying, Oh, I've read 600 books this year or 500 books this year. When it's not actually about doing that, it's about just, embracing slowing down and embracing what you're doing at that moment yeah no that's it you raised a good point about photography because obviously you gave me our old camera and i've recently got into it as well and um <clears throat> when me and emma went on holiday usually when we go places like we literally just storm through it and say oh we've done it now but because i had the camera it was taking a lot like longer because i was taking pictures and so yeah you just take in that moment a lot more Mm. And I never thought of it actually until you mentioned it. Like we were spending, so we went to the Acropolis in Lindos, 
And usually if we went somewhere like that on holiday, we'd probably be in and out within half an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's happened to but, me, Kate, so many times. Yeah. But this time we went and we were there for about an hour, hour and a half. Mm. Just because we were taking pictures and, yeah, sort of just enjoying the moment a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's good. Good way to think. Because I think a lot of my life, I'm always like, right, when's the next thing? Like, Yeah, which just breeds anxiety within yourself. Yeah, it's true. Well, um, it comes down to <clears throat> what I've probably said on seven of the last 10 podcasts that we've done. It, it comes down to sort of like finding balance. So you do need to rush at certain points in your life or else you won't get anywhere. You progress. You won't progress anywhere. But then at the same time, um, I think when, when I was looking into it, someone was saying one of the main things people say when they're on a deathbed and uh, elder, when they're older is things like, oh, I wish I didn't work so hard. Uh, I wish I didn't rush mm-hmm. out. I wish I'd have slowed down. So I think that's where this slow living sort of evolved from is. Yeah, well, um, as well, when you talk about it, it reminded me of, um, I, I don't know if you've seen James May's new thing on Amazon where he goes around Italy. No, I've heard of it. I've not seen it. Yeah, basically, I've forgotten the phrases, but there's some phrase in Italian, which basically means, I think it means something like enjoy the uh, the nicer things in life or something like that. Yeah. Basically, I only watched the first episode, but from what I, he's trying to find the meaning of it, like the actual meaning. So he's going to all these different places to try and figure it out. Oh, the whole series is based on this phrase, this quote. Yeah, based on this phrase, yeah. So I've only watched the first episode and he was in like a fishing village and he went out fishing during the day. Mm. And then in the evening, he all sat down and ate the fish and just had like glasses of wine. And from that episode, I think, what I got like got the meaning for that phrase is like to enjoy like the smaller things in life and just sometimes just it doesn't have to be about progressing up the career ladder or progressing anywhere else in your life. Sometimes your life's fine as it is and just enjoy that moment. Yeah, and uh, it, well, it comes to gratitude then, doesn't it? And being grateful for what you have already. Yeah, because uh, it's things like um, <clears throat> I was saying with Kate the other day. I, I was like, oh, I've not sat down and watched. Because we watched a movie the other day, and I really enjoyed it. And I'm, I was proper into my films um, for, for a while, but there were weeks went past where I hadn't properly sat down and enjoyed a film. And I watched one, and I was like, it just felt so good just to switch off and just sit down, relax, and just watch. Yeah. Um, what film was it? Uh, the Guilty on Netflix. All right. Uh, uh, what's it about? So, do you know the actor Jake... Might butcher his name, second name, Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal? Jake Gyllenhaal, I'm going to go with. <laughs> no. Oh, you don't know him? Jake Gyllenhaal? Or Jill- he might, uh, he's one of them. Yeah, snap off of him. Might know him by face. Uh, yeah, you'll definitely know him by face. I hope you know him by face. Um, I do recognise him. Oh, you recognise him. I can't put my finger on what movies he's in there. Oh, he's one of, I would say he's one of my favourite actors at the moment, like with the stuff he's come out with. So, um, Nightcrawler's really good. He, in Nightcrawler, he's a, um, what's it called? Oh, The Guilty, yeah. I've not watched, watched it, it but um, Emma was watching it, and it was on, I think I was working while she was watching it. Ah. So I watched bits of it. It's when... Um, is it he works for emergency services? Yes. So, are you uh, going to watch it, or do you not care? I've already seen the ending and seen 
like bits. So there's no. All right, because the twist in it is insane. But yeah, it's similar to well, what I resembled it to the most is um, Reservoir Dogs because that's all in one warehouse. Yeah, most of it. This is all in one, well, in one office because he's yeah nine one one operator. Yeah, but he gets attached to one of the phone calls because he's a detective demoted to that. Like he's on suspension. Or yeah, he did something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because he's his detective in himself, he got attached to one of them, and then the whole film is based on his phone calls, and you get proper attached to these people that are just on the other end of his phone. Yeah. Because I remember watching it, I was thinking, oh, this looks like a good movie. Yeah. But watch um, Jake Gyllenhaal or Gyllenhaal. Nightcrawl is good. He's um. He he get he's not, I won't call it paparazzi like um, do you know when you just take videos of shit and sell it to media companies. Oh yeah, he gets like addicted to in these videos. Oh, okay. Addicted to them, you know these crime scene videos. Um, I would recommend to watch that because it's it, it, the evolution of him in that because he gets he's like a he's chasing the thrill of it all, and the shit he goes right. through to get these sick videos. <laughs> when did it come out? Twenty twenty fourteen. That one, Nightcrawler. All right, I'll give that a watch. Is that on Netflix? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> yeah, so that's why there was a few things. There was that happened. And then obviously I went on away and was taking photos. And I was like, we spent ages just in this one little square where there was the cathedral there. And we spent ages there. And I was like, you know what? Let's just, it was like a square. It's a nice place, Lincoln. Um, so it was in the middle of like some walk crossroad walkways. There was a pub with outdoor seating. I was like, we just uh, get a drink there and just sit there mm. watch people this this is amazing yeah it's a good way to think i think like a lot of the time yeah in our day-to-day lives we're just rushing around especially yeah. like i've noticed that a lot living in london mm. just how fast everything is yeah actually i've oh i don't mean to, to dig down on london because you live there but i've always said that um i wouldn't not like london because People are just fucking crazy, man. Yeah. And this is sort of the reason. To work rapid. I want to well, move back up now because it's just yeah. too. Because I remember I used to walk to the tube station and if the tube was more than four minutes away, I used to think, oh, what the fuck, why is the tube so far away? Like, what's going on? Mm. <laughs> but how weird is that? Yeah. Four minutes. Yeah. Such a weird mentality. That's a proper London mentality, isn't it? Central mm. London mentality. So it was like five minutes away. You're like, what? Because you used to, I'm you. I was used to going and seeing it only being like four, three minutes away. Yeah. Less. Like, but and then there's other things as well. There's like when you're waiting for something. Say you're waiting for someone. You don't have to go on your phone. You can just sit there. And think. Yeah. Or observe things around you, or people watch, or mm. you don't have to just go straight to Instagram or. But they say that because of your people aren't bored anymore because they've got phones on them all yeah. the time. So whereas when you used to like go to the doctors or be waiting for something, you before you just sit there and think and just watch people and you sort of come up with ideas in your head and make like that creative that creativity is not being utilized anymore because people aren't bored anymore because you mm. pick up the phone and go on Instagram or TikTok or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got the headphones and they'll listen to music. Yeah, there's always a distraction <clears throat> to 
distract you from the real world, like your mm. real life. Um, I, I remember think, when I when I used to drive to work, I used to sometimes just drive with no music on. Yeah, I remember you. You say say to me because you know, every time I get in the car, I have to have music on. No music yeah. on. I can put music on. <laughs> I don't know what, what it is. Must be that. It's that oh, feeling, isn't it, of not having something on? Yeah, I don't. I don't. I never got it in the car. Like I'd like sometimes just not listen to music. Emma's like that way. She's just like, God, why have we got no music on? Put the music on. It's all right to sit in silence sometimes. And then, like, when I'm working, I'm always like, oh, shit, I need to put podcast on. But then, last couple of times, I've just thought, I'm about to put some classic jazz on or something and just mm. do my work to that. Um, mm. But, yeah, slow living. It's a new thing I'm looking into. Yeah, I love looking to it a bit more yeah. as well. Just about implementing these little things into your life, isn't it? Yeah. Be more observant of these things. Yeah, I think it's just about being aware of stuff. Hmm. So. Right. Should we get cracking? Yeah, I think we've got some juicy uh, topics today. Yeah. I'll, we'll start with this one. because A few different things that we need to talk about with this. So... Just a nice piece of information, I guess. Uh, Putin grants Russian citizenship to U.S. whistleblower Ed- Edward Snowden. <laughs> so I was quite shocked when I read this, to be honest. Um, so yeah, he signed on Monday, granting Russian. T- so yesterday, well, we're recording this on Tuesday, so it's yesterday. Um, citizenship to Edward Snowden. So he's uh, so he can come out of hiding now. Well, he was in Russia anyway, was wasn't he? Was he not in? Was he hiding when he was in Russia, or was he just walking freely? I'm not too sure, actually. But it was known that he was in Russia. Yeah. Was it? Um, <clears throat> so the US can't really touch him now unless he goes to a US country, is it to the US, or maybe a NATO yeah. country. I'm not too sure how it works with that. Um, but yeah, there'll be certain places he won't be able to step foot in. Because of the power that the US have. Mm. Oh, they applied for Russian citizenship in 2020. That's how it's sort of known. And he granted him permanent residency, paving the way for him to get a Russian citizenship. Oh, okay. He mustn't have been in hiding then. He's probably just like, living, living his life out there. Yeah. Um, but I just thought it was kind of set in stone and that he was going to get Russian citizenship, but um, it just came at a bit of a funny time <laughs> with what's going on with Russia at the moment, for him to grant citizenship. Yeah, it's probably a bit of a statement from um, Putin. Putin as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, over the last, I wouldn't even say week, over the last maybe three days, Shit's hit the fan with. I feel like shit's hit the fan with Putin, US. I don't think well, we've really spoke about the war too much, but I think now's no. time to actually address. Well, today um, they've been voting, haven't they? The uh, Ukrainian annexed areas in Ukraine. Yeah. Whether you want to be part of Russia or not? Apparently, think- well, it's so supposedly <laughs> it's just a rigged um, referendum anyway. It's only going to go one way. Yeah, like we know. Obviously, we're getting 
um, propaganda and they're being propagandized as well. So we don't know what the actual truth is. Um, obviously, our media is saying it's all just rigged. Yeah. And obviously, Russian media is not going to say that. So I don't know. There's but, no winning in that situation. Yeah. When the last time I read, let me just check the figures. I think it said like over 90% voted to be part of Russia. Yeah. But it's not been fully counted yet. This was like some partial figures. It'll be counted by the end of today though, won't it? Yeah, by the end of today, I think. Yeah. I guess it's like um, 97%. Shall I share this? Can I screen share? Yeah. Uh, Yes, can you say? 97% from the, uh, I don't know, pronounce that, Kherson region. 98% from, I'm not going to pronounce that. Go on. Zaporos Zaya. 98 from Donstek, People's Republic. Donetsk. Is it Donetsk? I think so. It's a footy team, I think. Oh. (laughs) 98% from Luhansk, People's Republic. So quite high figures that are... uh, being released. Apologies for uh, butchering it. What was that? BBC. Yeah, I'm BBC. Yeah. Is that what you're saying though? What? Did, what? Like, what can you actually believe now? Today, in today's day. From yeah. Well, this is media. saying Russian. So BBC put that out there. It said Russian state media have announced the first results of the so-called put so-called referendums. <laughs> <laughs> It's um, it's a shit show. Definitely after his speech, um, it's a shit show. Did you listen to Jordan Peterson on Piers Morgan? No, I need to listen to it now. Do you know one? Uh, he said a lot, but the one statement he said it was unredacted as well, so you might have to not know. When he said, "How can we win a war against someone that we can't say no to?" Yeah, he's got us. He's got everyone in his back pocket. Yeah. You can't say no to like what you. They can't say no to him. No, there's. What you already do? said no to him. It's not works. Sell, send, send everyone log burners for, to heat the properties up. That's the only way. Well, that natural gas is uh is required. <laughs> yeah, for everyone, it's gonna be a fucking cold winter, man. Because apparently, people in Germany have been um, collecting wood. I'm chopping on trees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard yeah. that. I think you might have told me that. So, but um, well, like I was talking a little bit before the podcast that really you listen to that, uh, well, we both listened to the redacted um, episode. Yeah. It was live last night, right? And the live every day, Monday to Friday. Yeah. And then, um, it's like, it feels like what has been happening with the Great Reset and it feels like it's getting real now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it brings it to the Great Reset as well. Um, I feel like, I don't know, I don't have any proof or anything, but I feel like obviously Germany was going up in the world and I feel like US have allowed this to happen to... I can't even say the West anymore because I think it's 
primarily the US and the UK? I think Germany have backed themselves. And the the Europe have backed ourselves well, backed ourselves into this mess. And mm. what are your thoughts on Putin? Do you think he's part of the WEF or do you think he's ditched it? Um it could be either. I, it would make sense at this moment in time. It makes sense if he is part of the WF, WEF, because I think the US know what they're doing with this crisis that's being caused. Um, and then it's stuff like, but then at the same time, you can see if he's not, because he would act the same way if he wasn't part of the WEF. So if we're saying, right, if he's part of the WF, that means he's got connect he's we're basically saying that he's connected this is all connected to us if that's what we're saying if he's part of wef not us in terms of government uf um us well, in terms of the elites yeah um well the western western elites aren't they you're know, western elites yeah because they're the ones that once the great reset is in full force and they're the ones who are going to be running shit not who's in charge right now mm. um but either way either he's in there or he's not in there he'll still be doing the same thing because if he's not in there he'll be trying to but I think even if he's not in the WEF he's still got enough knowledge from being tied to the WEF that he can do this at this point in time and America won't do anything because they can't because we can't say no to him yeah I think what's going to happen is we're going to go through a hard winter and then Europe are going to force just going to allow, allow Putin to take over what he wants. But then it's scary because what if it's not just Ukraine, he doesn't stop at Ukraine, he just keeps going. Then it's another Hitler job. But I was listening to Jordan Peterson talk about um, this and he was saying the media are comparing him to Hitler but he's not like Hitler in a sense. He's more reasonable than Hitler was. Yeah. So, like, I don't think I'm one hundred percent clued up on it all to have a full-on opinion yet. I don't think it's possible to be hundred percent clued up on it because there's so many gaps. Yeah, but sometimes, like, you can feel like you're clued up enough to try and decipher it all yourself. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think I'm at that stage yet. There's a lot of stuff that I'm still trying to decipher in my head and work it out. So rather than me sort of comment on it, like what I'm thinking now, I'd rather like actually know what I try and figure it out before I like talk about it properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But one thing I can probably comment on, and I know you can comment on it probably even more than me, is... Most of the shit that's going on in the world right now, and we don't know if Putin's part of the WEF, but most of the other shit that's going on is all pointing towards the Great Reset happening very, very soon, a lot sooner than anyone could have anticipated. Yeah, well, like we're seeing the economy's being pretty much like dismantled. Yeah, it's getting its fucking head ripped off. Controlled demolition of the economy. Yeah, that's a more polite way of saying it. Yeah, and then... <laughs> We're seeing all these 
farmers protesting in Sri Lanka, in India, in um, Holland. Yeah. Holland's the second largest food supplier around the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netherlands, yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that from only such a small country. Mm. Well, it's because of how much farmland they have there. <clears throat> yeah. And I think that uh, they mainly export cattle and well, beef and pork, I think. And obviously on the World Economic WF agenda is to reduce the amount of meat everybody's eating. Yeah. So it makes sense to go for them first. Yeah. But then Bill, Mr. Bill Gates has been buying up farmland in the US for ages. Yeah. Farmland's been bought. Everyone's unemployed. Well, unemployment's not that high at the moment. Well, that's we're, why going, we're going into it. The way, it the way it's going to go is unemployment will start to kick in. Yeah. Um, you'll probably start seeing that in the next six months. Yeah. What, right, what day does it say? 27th of September 2022. Yeah. If we come back to this at 27th September 2023 and have this a conversation this world will be looking completely different to how it is today yeah well think about the 27th of september last year what was it last year i'm just saying like how much has changed already this year yeah yeah to where we are right now and i feel like every year there just seems to be crazy amounts of change yeah like, we came out of the pandemic like i'd say properly in properly in uh, march this year like it's pretty much normal lockdowns after that yeah and then as soon as we came out i think two weeks later russia invaded ukraine yeah because i remember i was <clears throat> i was in the uh, gym and then yeah, the guy who owns it, it was like, oh, have you seen what happened? Because it happened like over, like early morning, didn't it? Like, all the time. Was we not on a call when we were looking at me? I don't think it was a podcast. I think we were just on a call with Jack. Do you remember? And we was getting up and I was getting up the screen share and showing you how I think we we're just having a meeting. And no, I, I, think just, it was, I think it was, I think it was a podcast. And I was screen sharing the, all the tanks lining up. For your invasion. Do you remember? Yeah. Was it Jatting on? Jatting was in the call. I don't know. Oh, it didn't happen at that point. It happened the morning after, right? Yeah, yeah. It was that, that night. Yeah. So after we yeah. went to sleep, we woke up and it started. As that was going on there, uh, Biden was basically saying that they're not going to attack. They're just doing it like as a stance of like Looking to show. Easier. Yeah, just like to intimidate Ukraine. And then... Um, yeah, when I woke up that morning, I didn't check the news or anything. I just went straight to the gym, and the guy who runs the gym was like, "Have you seen what's happened in uh, Ukraine? Russia just invaded it." Uh, mm. The first thing I said to him was like, "For fuck's sake, it's one thing after another. We just come out of lockdown, and now this is happening." It makes it sound too perfect of a plan. Yeah. Hmm. Because um, it's like what. I forgot his name. Joey. Uh, what's his surname? Oh, he was on Joey. Not Joey. 
You the one. I'm thinking you're surely not talking about Joey Diaz here. <laughs> um, what's his name? The conspiracy theory guy. Oh, uh, Eddie Bravo. Oh, Eddie. Where did yeah. Joey from? Um, I'm thinking of Joey Diaz outside. <laughs> yeah, he was saying because um, he actually talked a lot of what I thought was sense around the Great Reset. And he was saying everything that you're looking at now is just pumping the masses with fear. That's all they're doing for the next couple of months is just pumping us with fear. We're, we're scared to death about a cold winter. We're scared about nuclear war, scared about unemployment gonna, if it rises, scared about what the pound's doing in comparison to the dollar. Mm. Um, yeah, and then we're just going to have to look to the government to fix the help. Yeah. Save us. After coming out of being shit scared of COVID. Yeah. It's just, uh, everything's just fear-based, fear-based, fear-based. And then, yeah, then we're going to have to look for the government or the whoever's in power then to say, we can help. And it's scary shit, man. This is why we shouldn't worry about things that are outside of our control. Yeah, that's true. And just keep thinking that. Yeah, just relax a bit. But it is mad what they're doing because it is fear based. Because it, even if you look at um, like, um, free speech, it's not really free speech anymore, is it? Because yeah, you can. Certain people on certain channels are scared to say things, so it's another fear thing because you you're scared to dead name someone or you're scared to say it how it is. You know all these people. They're scared of losing their jobs if they agree to the fact that there's only two genders, male and female. Mm. Saying that, me saying this now, means I could get fired potentially from my job. That's fear. Yeah. Scared of it's... the truth. Everything that we're looking at, the uh, culture war, the economy, Everything is just pointing to a collapse for something else to take its place. Yeah, a full collapse of the structure that's in place. Yeah, and then you talk, and then you um, you listen to the WF speak, and they've already got a plan to replace what our current society, current economy, current culture, replace everything with their ideology. Yeah. Wow. And these are like the most powerful people in the world. Yeah, openly, openly talking about their plan whilst we're watching society around us uh, collapse. Yeah. It's so fucking obvious what's going on. But no so one... Obvious, but you talk to people about it and you think you're a, you're a nut job. Yeah, it's like you were saying about someone that we both know. I hadn't even heard of it. Mm. Someone that's clued up on the way things go. I haven't even heard of it. But... Yeah. And then, yeah, they do think you're a, you're a nut job. Um, like I think we were saying in, in the last podcast as well. But this whole agenda that they're pushing, even if you don't know about it, you know that agenda's being pushed on everyone. Because BlackRock are sort of 
the finance department of W of the Great Reset, let's say. They're the ones that are pushed saying to Netflix, oh, we won't fund you anymore if you don't um, put this type of content on your platform. Yeah. Everyone fucking watches Netflix. Well, majority of people watch Netflix. I watched uh, Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart movie. Get Hard. Oh. Uh, no, that's with Will Ferrell. Man. Man Time, I think it's called. Right. It was so fucking shit. Like, awful. And it was just all... Me time. Yeah, me time, yeah. Yeah, it's it got 6% like... on Rotten Tomatoes. What the fuck? It was awful. How does something with them to Mark Wahlberg, Kevin Hart, <laughs> 6% on Rotten This is what I was shocked about, because usually I like Mark Wahlberg. And Emma likes Mark Wahlberg and Kevin Hart so far. It's got Mark Wahlberg, you know. I'll give it a watch. Bit of watch it. it was so fucking just. You could see like it was just all these just random bits of political ideology just being implemented in there for no reason. Have you ever watched a movie like that? Well, you see it in everything. Well, not everything. You see it in so many things. You're just casually watching something and it just it's so forced that they've had to put a gay scene in it or yeah. put this thing in there or this in there. And it's. For example, um, I forgot what it was. Well, on a podcast, I was talking about it where they're saying it's not about, for example, the new James Bond anymore. It's, about that it's going to be a new black James Bond. Why yeah. do you have to say it needs to be? It has to be a black James Bond. It's going to be a gay James Bond, or if it's going to be a trans James Bond, just have a new James Bond. Mm. Well, yeah. You, what I was saying then is, I'm watching things and they're just forcing. It is forced because I was watching a series and I was enjoying it. I think it was sort of like a sitcom, but not really a, a sitcom. It's one of them Joe, half an hour episode things you can just through. Uh, I think there was four seasons of it. The new season came out. So I was watching it, watching, loving season one, loving season two, and season three. And then there was a big gap between season three and season four. Uh, so I rewatched it all. And then that jump from season three, which came out, must be about five, six years ago, to this. It's like this one straight in, first opening scene, the the girl, the daughter in it, she's grown up and she's a lesbian now. Straight into that. Yeah. Like, this is a bang on comparison of where shit was to what shit, what has to be in every single piece of content that people consume now. I notice it so much now. And like back in the day when you'd watch like a sitcom or something and they'd have something like what you'd define as woke now yeah it feels like it fit right and it was it was written properly now i feel like just make someone a lesbian for just because they they want to be they want to do it yeah 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 we can't have not we can't not have that in there so yeah whereas it doesn't really add anything to the story it's just yeah 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 and it's now like when i see that stuff i don't know i just get like i feel like to be fair with you even if, if they had it in and it was written well, I wouldn't be that bothered, but because they got it in and most of it's just like shit TV or shit movie. Yeah. I just get pissed off now. It's, movies have gone so shit. Yeah, Disney are like balls deep in it as well, aren't they? Because Disney, obviously, let's say from the Marvel <coughs> angle, I think I was saying it to you on the phone. Yeah. Was looking through them. And then if you go to the back ones, obviously you've got She-Hulk, 
which had a lot of criticism around it. But then even if you go back to um, Black Panther, that's where this sort of woke culture started coming in. Yeah, when was that, like 2018? Something like that. And there, and di- di- I feel like Disney are like the... Um, within the entertainment side of things, they're pulling, they're pulling the agenda across the most. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's happening all over Hollywood though, but Disney are pushing it probably the hardest. Yeah. Yeah, 2018. Cause did you did you ever see that um trailer? Well, I think it came out last year. I think it's a HBO thing that Seth Rogen wrote. It's a cartoon about um Santa. And I think she was an elf. So one of the elves was like it was a girl. And she was like, basically, they made out something to be like a, you know, just like a old white male who's, you know, what I'm, what I'm trying to say here. They made something out to be like one them. How, do you know when people say old white male or middle aged white man? They made him out to be like, like that. Stereotypical. Like, yeah, stereotypical. And um, this girl was like, basically going against Santa to try and be the next Santa. But it was just full of like woke jokes and stuff. And Def Rogan wrote that. Yeah, and the amount of uh, this this was before the dislikes button. Like, right. I think it was just before the dislikes button got taken down. Oh so it was a while back then this came out. Yeah, Christmas time last year. Oh right, right, right. So it was like I think it got like I think when I saw it, it had forty thousand dislikes. No, four hundred thousand dislikes I think. Oh shit. I think they just Google it, Santa Inc. YouTube yeah, dislikes. Yeah, got it, Santa Inc. Oh, YouTube dislikes. Yeah. A thousand K dislikes. A thousand K? Yeah. So that's like uh, a million. Joe Rogan says, fuck your Christmas. <laughs> Not Joe Rogan, Seth Rogan. Seth Rogan. 27K. 3% audience score. I can't believe Seth Rogen did that though. I was shocked. But then when I thought back to So when during the first Bad Neighbours came out. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, yeah, it was alright, like it was alright. Nothing amazing but watchable. Yeah. The second one came out, it was fucking awful. It was so like just It was ridiculous had, that second you one. You had to make it really woke. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. At the time, I don't think I realised 100% what, what it was. Yeah, but to be honest with you, I remember watching it thinking, this this is, there's some, there's a reason why I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. And I couldn't put put my finger on what it was, because I wasn't really clued up with wokeness at that point in math. Yeah, neither was I. It came out in 2014, that second one. 2014, yeah. Oh, I remember 20, watching. Yeah, 2014. 2016, sorry. 2016. And that's when they went, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember watching it and I couldn't pinpoint what it was. But this is Seth Rogen who's done Knocked Up. Yeah, Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. The Interview. Yeah, like actual good movies. 40-year-old virgin. But these, oh, Zach and Maria make a porno, these are like anti-woke in a sense. If these were to come out now, they would get Every but I think Seth Rogen's a good 
person to sort of look at and think where has the left wing gone? Because I think Seth Rogen's always had left wing humour. Because yeah. he's always been like pro weed and he's always had that a bit he's always been left wing, I wouldn't say he was ever right wing. Yeah, 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 I get you, yeah. So to see Seth Rogen's progression with his movies, he's gone from writing Parper Express. Did he write Four Year Old Virgin? Uh, I think he did. <clears throat> I don't know. I reckon Steve Carell writes. I mean, I reckon he would have wrote that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying, though. It's a perfect... Um, yeah, Steve Carell wrote it. And Judd Apatow. Oh, Rudd. But well, yeah, I get what you're saying about um, Seth Rogen. That you're, when we say like the the line of the left's moved, yeah, his uh, films have gone into that or whichever. His way. films have kept up with the line. Yeah, that perfectly. Yeah, as the line right. moves, his film moves. Because for for like for the past, before I started looking into all this like political ideologies. I, without me even like being conscious of it, I could see something was changing, like where the left wing was like falling out of line with me. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I used to think. Then I started thinking to myself, well, maybe I'm not left wing. Maybe I'm. But this is like at a time where, where like, I was still trying to find myself, like growing yeah. up. You don't yeah. really know much about politics. Like you're still figuring it all out. Yeah, you don't know where you fit in that political system. Whereas when I think back now, I'm probably. I wouldn't say I'm fully right wing like if you go back to 2010 onwards like right 2010 right. around that time i probably say i fall more in line with like the left wing kind of ideology then but now it's just gone so well, now it's completely different anyway because what we're doing with like this channel for example we're not really yeah. following the narrative of follow left or follow right we're looking yeah at- no but you've got like certain things that you agree with yeah yeah that you agree more, more into plays with but um, I think there's certain things on the left that I believe, and certain things on the right that I believe in. Mm. I mean, if you look at Superbad, for example. Oh yes, uh, Seth Rogen wrote that, didn't he? Yeah, would you say that's left-wing media back then? Left-wing content. Because there's a scene where... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's right-wing. I don't know what wing you would... I don't think it's a wing. But I think the problem left is, if these were to come out today, they would... Everyone in there would get cancelled. So you get, like, Jonah Hill, he'll be cancelled. Fucking McLovin. But there's a scene in there where that woman wipes a, a period on his leg. Yeah. Shit, well, that can't come out. At the time, I'd say that's a left-wing kind of joke because a right-winger wouldn't find that funny because they're quite conservative, aren't they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, traditionally, people yeah. like right wings are conservative, so yeah, they wouldn't find that, a left wing person would find that funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because the left has evolved into yeah what it's evolved to, it's like, well, that's, instead of having that scene, they would instead put a transsexual scene in. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, I get you. Whereas back then, <laughs> 
even now, like I still think that's funny, but you get considered like a bigot or whatever if you fight if you laugh at that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but other people must have found it funny <clears throat> as well. Well that's why it's come out. That's why they released it and it got so popular. Yeah. Well people obviously still find it funny. That, that's I was having this argument with my mate that like name me a good comedy that's come out since Hangover. Yeah, I think you've said this to me as well. Or a comedy that's been better than Hangover since Hangover came out. Yeah. Hangover Trilogy or just number one? Number one, because the other two, like the second one was still good, but not as good as number one. And you won't put me me time in there now? No, that's probably the, probably the worst film I've ever watched. And sat, worst film I've ever watched and sat through the full thing. Did you watch it all? Yeah. Yeah, at the end of it, I was like, what the fuck? I thought it was going to be like one of them movies you can put on on a Sunday that you you don't expect massive amount from, but you expect a few laughs and a few, like, at least a decent performance from Mark Wahlberg, but it was shit. Yeah. Everything, everything was shit. It was like Mark Wahlberg didn't even want to do it. Yeah. Well, he just wants to pay there, doesn't he? Yeah. That's the other problem. These guys just want to get paid, man. Well, what did you think of, um, I've just got it up here, the new, the new Bora when that came out? I've not watched it. You don't watch the new Bora? No, is it good? You need to watch it. I don't know. I don't know how to take it. <laughs> I don't like watching you movies. Watch it, I don't like watching movies where they should have just left it. Yeah. They probably it, should have just left it. It ruins the first one, I think, as well. I don't know why. I just think. Nah, the first one sells fucking. Yeah. <laughs> But it does kind of like put like a downer on it. I'd rather just like know how good Borat was and just leave it like that. Yeah. That time's gone now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's in the past. That's way gone in the past. He's um, probably Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. You don't get so you're not gonna get someone like that ever again, ever. No. Shit, man. He was um. He was brave. Yeah. Imagine if there's someone that brave now. I think if someone like Sasha Baron came out and did a YouTube channel, they would uh, blow. Oh, yeah, we popular. People are, people are dying for that kind of humour. Yeah, we need that back. Yeah. But then, obviously, he's a comedian. Comedians are having a tough time, aren't they? I think the... Joe Rogan's helping a lot of comedians. Yeah. We can't allow that side of entertainment to die. And it's no. dying. So it's like, I know Joe Rogan blew up because of his podcast, <laughs> probably more than his comedy. He, well, he, yeah, he blown, he's blown up because of his podcast. But it's a good fucking job that he does comedy as well because he's, he's whole, yeah, keeping that side. If he wasn't, imagine Joe Rogan, it blow up. Or imagine if Joe Rogan blew up and he wasn't in the comedy scene. That whole industry will be half dead by now. Yeah. He's like um, Andrew Schulz is only as big as he is because of Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's blown up on YouTube. He's obviously done a lot himself. Like, I'm not taking that away from him. But mm. if Rogan didn't give him the initial platform, he wouldn't have been able to turn his channel into what it is now. Plus, yeah. he's, I think he had a deal with, I don't know who it was. I don't think he said who it was with. And they told him to take some jokes out of his new special and basically said, fuck you then, like, you're not getting my special. And he sold it himself. 
Oh yeah, he put it uh, out himself on his own, didn't he? In yeah. Yeah, I think I'm, I heard. He said that on Rogan's podcast, didn't he? Yeah, he said it on Flagrant as well. But I'm gonna buy it just to support the cause. And honestly, I don't know if it's he's using that as a marketing tool for him. I don't know. I reckon that sounds about right. But him to take jokes out of his set. Yeah. But I, I'm gonna uh, what's going. On? I'm gonna buy it. I think he's released the full thing on YouTube as well. But I was just gonna buy it anyway. Give me a bit of doubt. Did you watch Bill Burr's new stand-up? Uh, no, I've not watched it yet. All right, that's good. Bye. It's just good to know that. People, All right. People are uh, not falling for this shit. What do you mean? Oh, his stand-up's good. Yeah, his Bill Burr's. Oh, right. new I thought you meant. I said, have "You go. Have you watched it?" And I said, "No." And you went. I thought you said that's good. I was like, "Why is it good that I've not watched it?" Oh, that's good. Oh, like, yeah, that yeah. is good. <laughs> it's worth a watch. Right. Yeah, I'll watch it. Um, right. I think Bill Burr is like one hundred percent himself. He was on um, what's that podcast called with the two guys from UK? Trigonometry. Yeah, trigonometry. He's on trigonometry. Was he, Bill Burr? Yeah. I watched the one with Theo Vaughn on. Oh, he's on trigonometry, Theo Vaughn. Theo Vaughn. He's fucking sick on podcasts. He's got that quick, I love his humour. Yeah. That quick-witted, like, dry, stupid, like, funniest, like, quick <laughs> one-liners after someone says something. Well, I was listening to that, um... What's it called again? Trigonometry. With, uh, Bill Burr. Bill Burr was like... So I couldn't be asked doing it the whole way through. Watch it; it's weird. But he—he's just himself. Like he's not even bothered about any political. Yeah, yeah. They were yeah. asking him like questions about politics and stuff, and he was just like, "I can't be asked with this." <laughs> so he's just well, like, yeah, they go for deep, don't they? Yeah, I think they got the wrong person on to do it. All oh, right. Uh, I kind of felt like Theo Von didn't really fit in that conversation, but because it's Theo Von, he made he makes a bad situation good just by the shit he comes out with. Yeah. Whereas Bill Burr was just like he was like slouched down in his chair. When you watch it, you'll see what I mean. Uh, but on the Theo Von episode, <laughs> he um, they just came from Rogan. I think Theo oh, okay. just did Rogan's, and then they were. They were there, and they were they were both high as fuck. All right, yeah. And then Theo Vaughn, like, because they're not used to smoking weed. Theo Vaughn was just fucking with the reds for the beginning, in the beginning for ages, for throughout the good ten minutes of the beginning. Yeah, I forgot they smoked weed on Rogan's thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I watched that one, the Theo Vaughn one. Yeah, I love Theo Vaughn. I've grown to like him more because he's actually quite switched on as well. He had um, Jordan Peterson on his podcast, didn't he? Did he? Yeah, he's had Jordan Peterson on his own podcast. All right. He's quite switched on, I think. I've only watched him on Rogan. I've never seen his stand-up or his own podcast. Oh, watch his own podcast. It's well funny. Is it? I give it He makes Jordan Peterson laugh. Is that off? Does he? Yeah. <laughs> I've, never, I've never even seen Jordan Peterson I've never seen Jordan Peterson laugh either. <laughs> he usually watched... laughs sarcastically. Have you ever watched Rogan's stand-up? Yeah. Is it good? 
it's not really my humor. I think it's more. There's only certain Americans I can find funny. Because I've never found him funny on the podcast, so I thought it's not putting much in his stand up. Yeah. I think what he's good at is how he's smart enough to. Because it's about joke creation, isn't it, stand up? Yeah. I think he's good at creating jokes. Whereas I like more. Obviously, I like a good joke, but I like the, the sort of British way of humour. Do you know, like the Ricky yeah. Gervais style? Yeah, more like the, the content. Yeah, where it's just really deep, dark, yeah. nasty. Ah, um, oh, so this is more like technical. Technical, yeah, that's the right word. Yeah, because I tried, I said a joke the other day. <laughs> and uh, it was a shit joke. Well, but because the way I, t- I said it, uh, it made everyone laugh. And then oh, right. <laughs> they're all like, it's a shit joke. And I'm laughing. And then they're like, it's because he paused. Because I was, I was at the point where I paused for ages and everyone was like, wait for me to say it. It was proper, it was just a shit joke. And then everyone was laughing because it was yeah. shit. And I was thinking, I was, when they said it was the pause I did, I just did, I didn't do it on purpose, but. I was thinking back to the John Joe Rogan podcast with, with um, when they're talking about that the technicalities of jokes, timing and all that. Yeah, timing. That's when yeah. I made me think back to that. Oh, that's why they laughed. Yeah, timing. Because uh, you've been watching Kill Tony, haven't you? Mm. I watched one with um, who was on it. It might be for your on it. Actually, maybe I've watched a few of them. Do you know Sean Gillis? Yeah. Do you know when he did that? He did the uh, Parks episode on Joe Rogan, and then the episode where Ari got smashed Mm. when they were trying to go beer for beer. After that, he went to Kill Tony. (laughs) I think they were all supposed to go with Ari as well. Oh, because I think they said that in the podcast. They got Kill Tony after this. (laughs) And he went and he shredded on Kill Tony. Did he? Yeah. He's fu- like, do you know every time he goes on Rogan? He's like, he's a bit like calm and collected at first. Then he's up like four Bud Lights and then he starts being proper cunt like he's funny. He's one of them guys that you want to go out to the pub with. Mm. His Trump impression's well good. <laughs> he can only say certain things though, can't he? Yeah. Um, should we wrap up another article? Yeah, go on. What do you want, light or deep? Uh, we'll go deep. We've been talking quite light. We went deep and then we went light all of a sudden. Very light. Let me bring it back to deepness. All right. So Bill Gates says political po- po- polarizing. <laughs> Can't fucking talk today. <laughs> Bill Gates says political polarization may bring it all to an end and could even le- uh, lead to a civil war. Um, so basically, Bill Gates is predicting that there's going to be a civil war in America. I'll take you down. Um, if you scroll down, I think it's got his actual um, quote that he said. Here, I admit that political polarization may bring it all to an end. We're going to have a hung election and a civil war. So he's, 
in the headline, they've used the word could, but he's not used the word could. He said we're going to. We're going to have, yeah. So, which I think is like quite strong, strong word to use. Um, you can take it out now if you want. We'll just talk about it. But <clears throat> obviously, you know about Bill Gates being in the uh, WEF and being fucking powerful geezer. Yeah. He was involved with <laughs> with the uh, pandemic and all that shit. And now he's predicting a civil war in the US. Well, yeah, he went from building Microsoft, so the head of a tech company, to being the lead on the world's health. <laughs> and now he's, well, whatever you would put this category, politician now, right? I guess. But that is sort of when I read it, I thought, what? Is this what the World Economic Forum want? Is this what this was what we've said? I think we said it on our China episode. Civil wars brewing in the West, and for him to say that makes us like what you were saying earlier. Where I was saying earlier that everything that's going on in the world at the moment, it all seems to be pointing to this great reset. <coughs> what does it mean? A civil war does that is that just another another way to speed up this great reason so what i'm like what could like potentially cause it is when the next when the next when the next election in america when um the public are going out to vote going to bump into like the left wing will bump into the right wing and i reckon you'll see loads of arguments and fights at um yeah when is the next election uh when was he elected 20 2020 2020 i think 2021 2020 i think he got into power in 2021 2021 yeah well yeah so jan 21 he started his so the next one will be 2024. <clears throat> yeah, at what end of 2024, won't it? Yeah, I think it's like November. So, which, from all my research and your research as well and talking to other people, it kind of falls in line with our, everyone, like the people I spoke to as well, they're thinking that 2025 is when things are going to start being implemented. Yeah properly from the group uh, for the great reset yeah they're just um i think what did i message you saying before um they've been moving their pieces they're, it's like they're playing chess and they've been moving their pieces for a while now but these next two three years they're gonna like, finish their game yeah and that's why they're so confidently talking about everything but they, they must it, because it it's obviously been a conspiracy theory where it's not been it, that's when it was everyone was like, oh is it happening is it not happening it hadn't been set in stone they, they hadn't got the foundations maybe they hadn't got the the right people involved in the in the thing which they've got today they must have been doing this for ages but as soon as there must have been a turning point to say right everything's ready but because if it does if there is a big pushback against it, which obviously there fucking isn't really, then they must have been in a fit 
position to say if we release it all now and there is a big pushback, we're too far ahead for anything to get turned around. Yeah. So with all of this that's happening with <clears throat> civil war and all that stuff, that's only playing into their hands. They probably want that. They probably annoyed they're probably annoyed that there wasn't more of a pushback with all of the shit that they're putting out. Yeah. Well they've there's been like there is some pushback but not nowhere near the amount there really should be. Um and what kind of makes you think about is how back in the day it was just considered a conspiracy theory. Do you think they purposely leaked bits of information out so people would just think it's a conspiracy theory for when they actually do it, people just write it off as conspiracy theory? The situation which you was explaining that we're in today, for example. Yeah. So like now when you talk to somebody on the street who's probably heard about this because like they would have heard about global agendas and things like that because we're all at an age now where you know somebody who's who you probably might have thought was a bit loopy back in the day talking about it. Mm. For now, like for a no like for us going up to somebody, they are just relating it to all that loopy person that spoke to me ten years ago about this. Yeah. Like, it's talking the same garbage. Yeah, 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 yeah. They have that perception that that's that's mad talk. Yeah. Yeah, that's what they've still got 10 years on is like, oh, keep away from that conversation. Because I don't yeah. want to be perceived in the way I perceive that guy. Back yeah. Then. Uh, and this was like, at first, I was a bit worried about talking to people about it because I didn't want that perception of me being a nut job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I just thought, oh, think, fuck it. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny you say that because... Um... If they did plan this out a long time ago as a conspiracy theory, then it's just a big perception game, isn't it? Do you know, like I was explaining to you at the time about the two circles, one was red and one was blue. Yeah. And the guys, well, basically what happened was there were two circles, one red, one blue. This guy got on, on a screen in front of the class and he said to the class, one's bigger than the other, put your hand up if you think it's red, put your hand up if you think it's blue, then one... Half of them put it up for blue, the other half put it up for red. And he said, put it, put your hand up if you don't think it's any, and no one put the hand up. And he said, they're both the same size. You just believe me from that one sentence. So think about what like, global superpowers are able to do just with the mass amounts of media control that they have on you. So it's all just a massive game of perception to these lot. Hmm. Whatever they can make us as people perceive then sticks as truth like they well i don't know who is trying to push the perception that there's hundreds infinite amount of genders people are obviously believing that they're latched onto it so perception there's not scientifically there's only two and in common sense there's only two as well but because they've been sort of brainwashed into thinking there's infinite they now go ahead and believe it and they're big advocates for that as well yeah it's all yeah, a massive game of perception and just manipulating human psychology yeah yeah and they don't want people to think critically because they just want people to think what they tell them yeah 
and it's people that are thinking critically who it's their jobs to sort of make other people aware and <clears throat> it's a hard job I think because why would somebody trust like and I'm saying it from like their perspective why they would think why would I trust you over BBC or CNN or whatever yeah it's a hard job because <clears throat> you're trying to influence or like that herd they've got that herd mentality so let's say for example us doing this channel we're part of a small group of people who are on this pushback um but when you go to someone who's follows bbc they're part of the herd so when we say for example no this is actually false and this is right they'll be like mm, well there's only like seven or eight people that i can see that listen to you whereas there's 70,000 people that listen to them so they must be right yeah and then they just jump on and then everyone else would just be like mm, no we've got to go with these lot because everyone else is following them so they must be right but then it comes to a thing as well where people are too fucking lazy to think for themselves as well um so i mean i've talked about it before like the ego being a massive massive thing is it's probably one of the biggest things that plays a role in anyone's life is ego and how you balance your ego because everyone's got one these people who are i'm not going to say they're dumb because they're not necessarily dumb but they just don't want to think too hard or too outside the box or criti critically think as you as you said but then you've got people on the other side who are trying to push back and crit critically think about what's going on and put just like we said we're putting all these pieces together and we still can't understand what the fuck's going on but we're trying to think and sort of figure it out rather than just listening to what we're told yeah so these people who listen to what they're told they're not critically thinking they're not working on their ego their their ego controls their life so when you try and say mm, you're wrong they're not well equipped enough to say oh actually i might be not they're not open-minded enough because their ego is telling them they're right whereas people on the side of what we're doing for example we've kind of like set ourselves apart in the sense that we critically think about things so if someone says mm, it could be this and we'll be like, mm, hold on, let's have, let's have a think about it. Let's see what 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 are the reasons for that, what are the reasons against it, and sort of weigh up that way. We won't just be like, no, 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 it's it's wrong. This is what we're doing. Like we were saying about you wanting to find uh, someone who's pro the Great Reset, so you can actually understand what their thought process is behind what why it would be good, because we can only see the negatives from it. Yeah, exactly. Like we want to try and understand both sides of the story. Yeah. That's the only way you can try and figure out what the hell is the truth. If you don't yeah. understand both sides of the story, you can't find your own truth. Because <clears throat> I don't know what, like, nobody knows what the truth actually is. But you can try and work it out. And if you've only got one side of the story, you're only hearing one. You, you think that's the truth and that's it. Yeah. But if you don't listen to the other side of the story, you're never going to, you're never going to be able to find the truth out for yourself, whatever you think the truth is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you only understand, you're very lopsided the way you're thinking. Yeah, it was just, you're just believing <coughs> someone else's truth. Mm. Um, and then it comes back to that, the, when you look at things like how easy it is to change someone's perception of something just from a, sen a simple sentence, 
Like, imagine that happening, how it's happening, like, millionfold. Yeah. Of everything. But, as well, like, I don't really try and push shit. I, what I'm thinking on people, I would rather ask them if they've heard of it. If they've not, maybe give them a bit of a background on it. And if they want to go research a bit further, they can go. Yeah. It's up to them then. You at least, you've sort of given them a little bit of bread and they can go find the full loaf. <laughs> yes. If they want that. Yeah, 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 yeah. If not, then that's their own choice. Like, if they choose to just do the easy thing and click on the BBC, click on the BBC News app and read that, then that's their choice. But if they want to dig a bit deeper, then it takes a bit more time. Yeah. I was talking to my mate about it and he was like, do you think people just don't have the time to do it? Would you say time or would you say the attention span? Yeah, I'd say, well, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't think it's the time people, everybody has time, same amount of time. Some people might be a little bit busier than others, but I'm sure they still sit down in the evenings and watch TV or sit down in the evenings and play Candy Crush or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why don't you utilize that time to try and figure shit out? Yeah. Or just do a little bit of looking at alternative sources of media rather than just sticking on the news at 10. Good plug. Mm. <laughs> Good name, though, actually. Yeah, no, it makes sense. <laughs> they think um, they're too busy. So as long as I watch the news at 10, then I've got, like, I'm equipped. And do you know something why I think I've gone like down this path as well is I've always been against watching the news at 10 or I've used to read like the BBC and FT. I don't really, I read them now because I feel like you get sort of a understanding of what the mainstream narrative is. Yeah. And you get, do get some news in there. It's not all like just fucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, <clears throat> um, before when I, I didn't really used to keep up to date much on the news and stuff. I used to think oh, if, if it's important enough, someone will tell me about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I never used to really watch the news because I always found it like, I don't know, just a bit depressing, negative and yeah, it gets you in a bad mood, but I don't know what changed. I think it was maybe during lockdown. COVID definitely. Yeah. I'll take um, from my side, COVID definitely had a big thing because that was when you just sort of forced at home. I think, yeah, actually, COVID, because forced at home, you sort of forced to watch the news in a sense. Because there's new things come out, which you have this fear in you, this like the sense of the unknown, the fear of the unknown. And then you're sort of forced to watch the news because you're like, well, what's happening? How many deaths? Do you remember that? Yeah. You're just checking how many deaths, how many deaths, how many deaths. And then they get to a point where it's like, I can't, I'm actually sick of this. I can't fucking watch it anymore. So you turn it off and then you got nothing else to do. So you just start looking at alternative things. Yeah. I think, yeah, like during lockdown, I was listening to like Rogan a lockdown as well. Rogan's definitely so, out. That probably changed my uh, thinking about the news because he was getting all sorts of guests on and you all had different opinions. Whereas we were just hearing one opinion. Mm. So that started changing the way I think. And then <clears throat> Russell Rand, He's obviously got his opinion. And then, yeah, then we set up alternative and this year probably fucking changed my 
like perception tenfold on yeah 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 the world yeah because the way we set up alternative actually it's a good sort of chronological order there where we started listening to joe rogan more more guests came on giving different opinions then we start going on their channels listening to a bit more of their opinion go back to joe rogan someone else has a different opinion like shit let's go and check out that one so then you listen to that guest on his opinion a bit more on his own channel and then we started having conversations about different tangents that we've gone on with different people and what they're saying and then yeah we started having conversations that we have on the podcast anyway but for yeah. let's have these conversations recorded and hopefully other people can uh, benefit from them but well, we've always been like quite deep thinkers anyway so yeah i think good way to vent yeah right it's worked out well um all right do you want last one yeah go on light or heavy uh keep it light last one uh yeah so i'll put this one so this is basically the new logitech logitech cloud gaming portable handset i thought i'd bring this in because we uh don't really cover recently we've not covered a lot of tech because of the state of the the world but there are good things and this is the future of portable gaming (laughs) oh it's all good so you can stream like graph Auto and stuff yeah i'm guessing so um yeah block libraries of blockbusters games I don't know what it runs off though. Like what software? Like it, what? requires a subscription so I don't think it be Win Android. Oh, cloud requires a subscription so separately to work yeah. as intended. So yeah, it will just be Logitech's own software, and then you'll be able to download GeForce Now app or the Xbox Game Pass app. Essentially, it's just a tablet that's a that's got controls controls on you. But it's built for gaming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's price as well. It's a good price, isn't it? Two nine nine dollars. I was gonna. I've got a switch in it, so I'm gonna sell it on marketplace, and uh, probably just get one of these instead of it. Just cloud game it all the way. Look, well, suspects. <laughs> Oxacore CPU, two point three giga. It's not too bad, but it's. It's going to be streaming though, isn't it? It's not going to be running. Does yeah. that have like expandable memory and stuff? It's got 60 hertz screen, 7 inch IPS, so the colours will be nice. Yeah, headphone jack. Don't see them often. Bluetooth, USB C, controls. Linear haptics, I don't know what that is, but some sort of vibration, isn't it? Yeah, looks good. Uh, it's got a micro SD slot, so you can put um extended. Well, you, you're going to be emulator. on the cloud, though. Get an emulator. You could probably stuff games on it, though, as well, couldn't you? Yeah. Download games onto it. For when you're like, on the aeroplane. What? For when you're on an aeroplane. Yeah. Mm, looks good that in the box you get power adapter USB thing. yeah what kind of internet connection will you need what 
how like how good will your internet connection need to be? Uh, I don't know. Well, on my iPad, I've got I did have um, Stadia on it. Just connected my Xbox or PlayStation controller to it. To, you just, I didn't really want it. I just wanted to test cloud gaming, and my internet here is not the best because uh, of the area I live in. Correct cables, um, but it ran smooth. Uh, MMO game. Run with no uh, what's that? An MMO game ran with no problems. What's MMO? Massive multiplayer online. So, oh, like Fortnite? No, like uh, World of Warcraft. Where it's just all right. The servers are just stuffed full of thousands of players. Uh, okay. What about like Red Dead Redemption Two? Um, I don't think that was available. Oh, okay. Try it. But you will be able to play them without a problem. On the Xbox Pass, Games Pass, just cloud. Yeah, no, I was just talking about like streaming it to your. Uh, All right. For the internet. Yeah, to keep the graphics. Yeah. Mm. I didn't try any AAA games. Hmm. Well, it's one of them. Um, I was a big gamer, for younger years, <laughs> kind of. Spiraled off gaming a bit. Because I'm thinking when GTA 6 comes out, the best way for me to uh, play that. Yeah, when GTA 6 comes out, I'm probably, like, for example, if Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, I wouldn't want to play it on a portable device. I would want to play that in a more immersive way. Yeah. If they release on Xbox One, then I'll just get it on Xbox One. Xbox Series S is on like £200, is it? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, well, if, it, if that's the case, then I'll just get that. I'll maybe get a PS5, see what happens. But I know that's the only reason I'll... Uh, <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto. Get a new console just to play that. Hmm. Well, I mean, if cloud runs all right, you could just play it on your computer, couldn't you? If cloud gaming's big, bigger by that. Yeah, we just be able to play it through my Xbox One. Yeah. You can stream games through there, can't you, through... Xbox. I've no idea. You must be able to like. I sold my Xbox before cloud gaming was a thing. <clears throat> I probably just do that. I'll see see what happens. Gaming industry's gone to shit, though. To be honest. Why? Because no one releases anything because microtransactions. All right. I, uh... So whenever people do release things, because it's the same thing with um, who said it? An actor was talking about it. Oh, it um, was, and they were talking. You know what? Damon. Yeah, about why DVDs. Yeah. Because they don't do DVDs anymore. They don't make any money off. So, but um. DVDs, so they only make the money off the initial hit of the of a film, so they have to make more money in that box office weekend or whatever. Then, because you don't get the kickback on DVDs after it comes out of cinema, because it will just go into Netflix. How's yeah. that work with games though? Because oh, the problem with games is like back in the day when I had when we had like a PS2 or something, it wasn't connected to the internet. They could release a game 
with and you, you couldn't update it or anything so yeah. that product was the finished thing so that had to they had to put time and effort to make it really good whereas now it's like you just give them anything. Like grand theft auto and it just keeps having updates every yeah just keep updating and keep milking the game out and milking the game out because there's no point what in their mind what's the point in making a new game when i can just keep sweating this and what's yeah. what gta found is this is what i was thinking about the other day is this is why GTA has been out for so long is because say, when did it come out? Right. 2013. Oh, that's like nearly yeah, 10 years. Well, 10 years ago, So 10 years ago, I was 16. So I was playing it. I was loving it. Then I was like, it's getting a bit fucking boring. This as I get older, but younger people get older and then they're like, Oh, let's jump on GTA. Like my older brother used to play it. Let's play it. Let's play it. And they're like, Oh, fucking hell. This is like getting a bit dry. So then they jump off it. But then the next generation come up and they're like, let's go on GTA. So it's yeah. just like more and more generations keep going onto it, spending money. And then when they get sick of it because they realize it's a massive scam, they stop playing it. But then the next generation come up and chuck more money at it because they don't realize it's a scam because it's a learning curve for yeah. to get older. And then we never saw any DLCs or anything for um, <clears throat> GTA no. 5. So they thought, well, what's the point in actually what's making that? any new content when these lot are just, it's new content for the new audience group that comes up. That's not mm. gaming for them. But then they've just let their reputation die out from diehard fans, like I would say we were. Yeah. But I'll still probably get GTA 6 now. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone still get it. The league has kind of uh, changed my opinion on it as well. Why? Wow. I know. I just thought it looks. I thought it going in a quite a good, exciting way with it. Doing like a Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, yeah. Kind of style. Yeah, female. Yeah. The actual. I know <laughs> it's not finished on the leak, but it looks fun. It looks cool. Yeah. So I think it'd be a pretty good game. Yeah. Because um. Because they're redoing Vice City, whereas they redid San Andreas in the last one, it was good and exciting, but I feel like on the actual original San Andreas game, that world was already quite advanced for the time or whatever. Yeah, like out of those three games, that was like the pinnacle. Yeah. And even when on GTA 4, like, they took some features out, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. weren't in San Andreas, and then I was like, what the hell? Like, why can't I pick what clothes he's wearing? Yeah, like, you can pick what clothes he's wearing, but you can't choose like a different T-shirt to the trousers. You have yeah, to, yeah, 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 yeah. It was all sort of preset still. Yeah, mm, you couldn't yeah go and customize your car and flamethrowers mm. and jetpacks and all that stuff. But GTA Four was a story. Yeah, GTA Four was a it's just a it was mainly for the story, isn't it? Immersion, yeah. So yeah. yeah, between San Andreas and that world build to gta 5 there's only a small amount of time in between them realistically whereas the outer layer is gta 6 which is um vice city modern day miami oh yeah modern day miami isn't it yeah versus <coughs> game which was based on 80s miami but that was fucking from ps2 era which was just not a complex world at all so i feel it's going to be a, it's going to be a massive step up yeah It'll be, I think it'll be a sick game. Yeah. You reckon, uh, because the Vice City map was quite a small map, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, 
GA4's map was pretty small in comparison to what they're doing now. Yeah, GA5. And Red Dead. Um, do you think they're going to... Because people won't want to play on a small map now, I don't think, after that. Well, I think what they noticed from Red Dead was they did a huge map. But <coughs> I was looking at it. I, I, I can't remember trying to find it, but basically what they did was they did this huge map and then when you actually look at heat map of players online there was a heat map of where they actually go on the map and they all stay in uh, quarters that was probably the size of liberty city ah okay so they don't really venture up that far out i think san andrea uh, gta5 was the perfect size map where yeah the problem with red dead as well though is you got to go over on a horse so it takes fucking ages yeah <laughs> So to have a massive map and just go around the house, like you can't be asked. Yeah. Like if I just can be there for hours, like traveling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But on, in in GTA, you can just drive somewhere and be there and pretty quick. Yeah, you could be at the bottom of the map and then to the top of the map in yeah five ten minutes, <laughs> if not. So I think GTA Five had a perfect size map, really, where you probably spend most of your time in about like the city. And then sometimes go up and have a mess around. Yeah. North of the map. You know, like yeah. the uh, Mount, desert stuff. Mount Summit. There's a mountain, weren't it? Yeah. I forgot what it's called. But um, do you think they'll like, in, get a bit of Florida in there? Like, because Miami's in Florida, isn't it? So you reckon they'll get like South Florida in it? The Everglades oh. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because that wasn't in. By City. By City at all, was it? So I reckon they'll start incorporating some of that in it. Maybe a bit of uh, Cuba, because Cuba's only across the thing. Oh, yeah. They could actually be quite um, quite creative with it, can't they? Yeah. Yeah, because there's all the Everglades. I'm just... Oh, oh, share my screen so everyone can see. So that's Miami there, isn't it? Yeah. Everglades, and then you've got Fort Myers here. Yeah, Bahamas. Bahamas and where's Cuba? I think Cuba's at the top there. Is that Cuba? Yeah, Cuba's closer to, I think, uh, to... Um, Cuba. Oh, shit. Is that? Oh, yeah, and Havana and shit, and they'll have a completely different feel to it going to Cuba, won't they? Yeah. Yeah. They must be doing this shit if it's taking them this long. The leak didn't contain the map, did it? No. That's the best leak I like when the map comes out. The Bermuda Triangle map, like that. <laughs> Would you reckon this will be the last Grand Theft Auto? Uh, they say that, don't they? Don't they? That this is just going to be it, and then they're just going to dump up updates on it all the time. To be honest with you, I wouldn't. As long as it's released GA6 and I played it, and then I'm not bothered. Done. I like... think with the way it's gone, obviously we're fans from like GTA London times. So with the way we had it, and then GTA 5 came out, which we were buzzing for. It's been ten years. We've got ten years older. Sort of lost faith in the company. 
still waiting for GTA 6. I think GTA 6 will be good sort of, would you call it closure? Just to yeah. end my love for the series. I think it's, <clears throat> it would be perfect just to end it now, like, yeah, don't yeah. make us wait another 10 years, because I'll be fucking 40. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, just drop GTA 6, we'll play it, let the fans who enjoy GTA play it, and then just kill the game like you've killed GTA 5 and just kill off the whole of Rockstar. Yeah. Just I think it with Red Dead Redemption 2 and then, <laughs> and then with uh, GTA 6. So I think the main thing is we wanted to see GTA 6 because we wanted to see Vice City in a HD. Yeah. Like, on a HD map and... Like, yeah, what they did with San Andreas and what they did with yeah. Vice City. So that would be a nice just way to finish it. Yeah. Yeah, the trilogy, like remastered, yeah. basically, isn't it? In a, in another sense. Then you've got three stories there to play for the rest rest of yeah. your life, if, if you want. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I hope they just stopped the Grand Theft Auto series after that. It's like um, Fast and Furious. I'm a big fan of the the first original three, and then four came out, which was okay, but didn't have the same love for it. And five and six and seven, and it's like they've gone really, really shit. And then Paul Walker, uh, what's his name? Yeah, Paul Walker. Walker died. Yeah, it was like just kill the series off now, like just stop what you're doing. But this is still pumping them out like no one's business. <laughs> Are they still making them now? Yeah, there's a new one coming out. I think. Was there? Okay, so there's Hobbs and Shaw. Where, where, what, what do you remember? That was the last one. I watched that Hobbs and Shaw. That was all right. It wasn't like Fast and Furious. It was like a what's his name? He just saw some weird villain in it. I didn't watch. I don't think I've watched them after six. Or six. I, I think I watched five and then watched six and then stopped watching the series. And then I don't know why I watched this Hobbs and Shaw. I just it just on there. Thought it was a bit different. So. I'll see what it's about. Five's when we're in Brazil and six. Can't remember what happens in it. Six when they go to Tokyo at the end. Six is when Shaw comes into it, isn't isn't it? Or Hobbs or whatever. Oh no, Shaw's not in this one. Is six when Han dies at the end. Yeah, I think so, because I think that was the last one I watched. Yeah, that was last time. But then the one. timeline starts getting all cocked up in your head, doesn't it? Yeah, because that's when it went back to Tokyo Drift. Yeah. But yeah, they're releasing Fast and Furious 10 in 2020 next year. Fucking 10. Jeez. They just found a cash cow and just milking it. Literally milking it. And uh, I used to, when I was younger, I used to like the rock. Because of wrestling, then do you remember that movie Scorpion King? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the first movie I watched with him in. And then when he ruined, when he, because he came into Fast and Furious in Fast Fast and Furious Five, didn't he? Yeah. And then now I, I fucking hated him because I thought he ruined Fast and Furious. <laughs> then I watched him in uh, what's it called? Uh, Pain and Gain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Five G. He's he's not a bad guy. <laughs> I like him in that movie. He's well funny. And then he did shit like uh, he does lots of weird movies though. 
Jumanji. Oh, welcome to the jungle. Hey, remember the first one with Stifler? Yeah, that's the one I was on. Is there another one? Right. Yeah, they released in the second one. Oh, right. Is Stifler in the second one? No, I don't think so. What the fuck's his name? Because I only know him as Stifler. Yeah, I know. I think everyone only knows him as Stifler. Oh, Sean William Scott. <laughs> Fucking hell. That's sad, that, isn't it? What the hell happened to this guy? He was like iconic in my upbringing. Because of American Pies. And he was in a. You remember that movie Evolution? Never watch it. It was a proper shit movie. It's basically a fucking. About aliens. Movie. Yeah, it's about head. It's like a head and shoulders advert because at the end they kill the aliens with like shitloads of head and shoulders. Oh, like a product placement thing. Yeah. What the fuck? I do not remember <laughs> this film. What the hell? What? So at the end, like they're, they're talking about some chemical that kills the alien. So then uh, one of the guys is like, "Oh, Head and Shoulders has got this chemical in it." Oh shit! <laughs> two thousand and one. That's a proper two thousand and one thing to do as well. And they pump the alien with like shitloads of Head and Shoulders, and then it bursts, and Head and Shoulders goes everywhere. <laughs> the whole movie is like a Head and Shoulders advert. I think I must have seen it, but I must have been really young because it does what you're saying does like. Yeah, you, I think you have seen it. We probably watched it together. It was in Dude, Where's My Car? Dukes of Hazard. Oh, yeah, Dude, Where's My Car was a movie. Role Models was the last film I've seen him in. Yeah, probably the same. Road Trip. Well, he has been in some other films since, but I've just not watched them. <clears throat> All right, shall we end it? Because this is. Yeah. Alright, thanks All right. everyone for watching. I haven't made it to the end. Yeah. Thanks on guys. See you later. Please support. Please subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>